Well, it's 2.30 on Wednesday. I'm not really sure what time it really is. Because I'm in Vegas, baby. And I gotta tell you, I'm about two cosmos in. And uh, what I've learned is that anyone that you know, that you've ever met in your life, they're kind of here, um, walking on the sidewalk in front of me because I'm at a restaurant and an outside bistro. And uh, I've seen just about everybody I know. I mean, it's not them. It looks just like them um, from uh, television stars to people I knew in high school to, uh, like, I don't, I don't remember who, is it Conor McGregor? Like, I've seen at least four guys that look exactly like him. <laughs> Right down to the suit and I think even the girlfriend. So I don't know whether they are um, celebrity impersonators or what, but I got two words for Vegas. Podcast fodder. And if the waitress asks me what I'm doing later on tonight, I got to tell you, I'm going to jump one of these fake showgirls, steal their costume, put it on, and walk up and down the strip because I think I can make some money because I don't look great, but I look damn sight better than some of them. And I think I can charm people a little bit more, too. They're like, come on, look at me. Yeah, I could do much better than that. Anyway, and I, I think this guy walking down the sidewalk is Steve Wynn himself, except for he's carrying a nondescript <laughs> paper bag. And the other thing I can tell you <laughs> is if you eat at an outside bistro, don't get the table where, like, on the other side of the wrought iron fence and the shrubbery is a garbage can. Because every street person who comes to look in it is going to give you a nice compliment and ask you for, <laughs> ask you for money. No one's been successful thus far. <laughs> anyway, that's what I'm doing. I'm in Vegas. This is just a slice of paradise. I had no idea. Um... It's for a conference, so um, I'm flying out Saturday. I'm going to see a show on Friday night. I'm going to see uh, Le Rev, I think it's what it's called. It's The Dream. from uh, It's Cir uh, put on by Cirque du Soleil, so I'm really looking forward to that. I haven't seen a, a um, righteous show in a very long time. Anyway, yeah, but I'm going to hop off now and... And add to this a little bit later before I post it. And I know it's been a while since I uploaded anything, so I'm sorry. But, oh, here, <laughs> here comes some more showgirls. Fellas, they're lame. I don't, I don't know what you guys see. Maybe it's just that you've got someone available that's half-dressed. <laughs> I don't know. But if I was a guy, they'd have to look a damn sight better than that. I don't want no bruises on your buttocks, girl. I want some uh, quality, quality, skin, quality skin tone. Anyways, I'm going to hop off. I will add to this uh, a little later on. Ciao. Okay. Okay, so wait. I thought I was adding on to my draft that I already had. I'm still at this restaurant in Las Vegas on this trip. And thanks, honey. The waitress is being really nice, and the waiter, because 
I'm waiting for the fountains to go off at the Bellagio, and it's during the week, and they start at three, so it's just like seconds away before it goes off. I'm drink, I'm finishing my water, and I'm gonna hang out and watch the fountains go off. <laughs> There's this huge replica of the Eiffel Tower directly behind me, and this guy comes strolling down the boulevard with his cane, like he's blind, glasses, everything, right down. Okay, he's. <laughs> He stops in front of the restaurant and he gets his cell phone out and he holds his cane. Oh, here goes the fountain. And he looks up and um, he takes a picture of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> so, like, if he's blind, how in the F can he see that? Anyway, okay, bye. I gotta watch the fountain here and it's got music going. Okay, bye. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I just played that back to listen to what was going on yeah that was hysterical and um yeah it's just like wow and and the people who work around in these different restaurants and stuff um I don't know how they do that because I mean this is my first experience in Las Vegas I'm not going to be coming back um I'm only here for a conference <clears throat> but it, it really is hysterical because um there's this movie called A Little Chaos and Alan Rickman plays the king and he's preparing for a speech that he's going to give before court regarding his plans for the palace at Versailles and he said um, that the, the gardens would be befitting for the finest specimens of humanity and that thought crossed my mind as I was sitting there watching the finest specimens of humanity because they're all here. I thought I had seen it all, but apparently I hadn't. And uh, there's more. <laughs> so the waitress was saying it really gets uh, bad down the roadways, which I had no intention of going. I'm going to go to the Wynn and uh, see Cirque du Soleil on Friday night, so I'm pretty excited about that. I haven't seen a show in a while. I think I said that in the first uh uh, for part of this podcast um, so that's pretty cool and um, um, a lady was sitting across with her daughter at the restaurant in a, in a, at a table and we started chatting and her daughter's here for um, a horse competition she jumps and um, the woman was saying how they were walking from another place and she was just astounded because the girls who are dressed up as showgirls are actually like pen on the boulevard and the she was talking to the waitress about it and they were just chatting and apparently it's against the law for them to do that they're not supposed to uh, they're not supposed to be staying in front of any venue they can walk up and down but um I got to witness a little bit of that and um they seem to be preying on the guys that look like they're just like have come of age maybe 18 or 20 or 21 years old <clears throat> and like walking right behind them and talking to them uh, in a very seductive manner and it's like that's like really not cool and then um, so I can see why people come and like for bachelor parties and stuff but I guess there's bachelorette parties too I think I saw a poster for Chippendale so they must be around here somewhere too it's like I don't know and anyone who knows me well knows that that is like the farthest thing from my mind um, but I've been, uh, I haven't been shocked. Nothing really surprises me anymore, but 
Um, I didn't know what to expect coming in. And now that I've witnessed what I have, I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, four days in Vegas is enough for me. I, I, I just, uh, it's Disney World for adults larger than life. It's more than, it's better than virtual reality. It's actual reality. Um, I stopped in a gift shop to pick up some gum. I, I had gum last time I bought, uh, last time I flew because I like it when, you know, you, you change the altitude in the plane, they're coming in for landing, your ears pop, blah, 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 you chew gum. And I forgot it at home like an idiot. So I went in a gift shop to um, get gum and I was standing behind a man and his wife and they were at the checkout counter and um, a lot of Japanese and Asian uh, people here generally tourists and also um, working as uh, service workers <clears throat> and so uh, I, I don't know they left I must have made some comment to the cashier and she said yeah she's like it came up because um, the lady paid for her purchase with all single dollar bills <laughs> and she's like have you been to a strip club <laughs> And I was like, does she work at a strip club? And she said, no, what happened was, I guess the sons took the dad out or whatever, and he came home uh, full of glitter, or full of glitter from the waist down, or something. And all I can say is, STDs are forever, most of them. Anyway, um, and, and the lady behind the counter was seemed actually a little disgusted by this. And she said, you know, the strip clubs that they have are like complete full nude. It's not, you know, I guess back in the day, maybe they were just like very riskily dressed. But now it's just like full nude. And I, I don't know. I can't imagine that anything happens here. But um, it's odd if you've never been um, when you fly into the airport, you can see all of the Las Vegas hotels from the plane. And it almost looks like you could land the plane, like I couldn't land the plane. The plane could land and you can get out and just walk to the place. And that's how close it seems to be. And there's nada else. There's like nothing around here. There's like, you can just like when, like if you fly over Fort Myers, Florida, you see the uh, cookie cutter, housing developments with the fountain in the middle and the pools and, and all that and a, a swatch of green grass and you see that coming in and then beyond that it looks like barren desert like you can hear the scorpions like snapping their tail and the range of what could have been a glorious mountain which is bare and gray it's not even colorful like the grand canyon like we did fly over the rockies they were snow covered and you could see the evergreen trees it's actually quite beautiful uh, from that vantage point and then um the grand canyon and i gotta tell you i've been so busy at work i had no concept i was like i just know i need to be at the airport at a certain time and when i get on the plane i'll decompress and i'll be like and then before you know it i'll be in las vegas I had no concept. I'm like, what the freak state am I even flying over right now? And I'm trying to like, you know, dig in my brain with the invisible spoon geography. I'm like, where the hell am I? I'm like, is this Missouri? <laughs> There's a lot of like little lakes and rivers. And then like, what river snakes around like that? And then I remembered in the Grand Canyon, it's the Colorado River. 
but I'm like, where the hell am I? And then this girl behind me was talking to someone else and, um, she was a student, a college student and her brain was still fresh, sorta. And they were having a conversation and she said they were just north, that we were flying just north of Denver. So that was kind of cool. But yeah, I had the good side of the plane. It was very scenic. Really enjoyed that. I do, I do like traveling. Um, the plane was uber quiet. Um, it was a newer 737. I guess that's a Boeing. They make no noise whatsoever. The only thing that could have been better is if there was some sort of ambient, relaxing sound, um, like Muzak, because there was a baby on the plane, not a peep. Of course, I was fifth row up, so I got early boarding, and um, so I sat closer to the front of the plane by the window. <laughs> but there was a seat beside me empty. The middle seat was empty, and the gal on the edge on the, the, the row and the gentleman on the other side on the row were chatting that man took one breath and he spoke like non-stop for four hours I was about to blow my brains out I was like what the hell I talk a lot as a rule I'm just a talkative person I'm a Gemini we like to chitter chat this guy you know and I look at men and I was like oh you know that would be nice you know it'd be nice to have dinner or cocktail with someone who could carry on a conversation. This guy friggin' wouldn't shut up. I would have, like, woke up with no pulse because it was just annoying. And he was talking about work stuff. He might even be presenters at this conference I'm going to be at tomorrow because the gal had some sort of leadership book and he was talking about something that I didn't know the name of the company, but it was it was work related and I didn't really want to be thinking about that, but like four hours straight I was like Jiminy Crickets give me a break I just want to relax I got hardly any sleep last night hardly any sleep the night before the bed I slept in last night I don't mean to always bitch and complain and rant really not really but it's what we're here for <laughs> so this morning I know and I'm all over the place but this is me this is this is what my podcast is all about so I apologize I hope you find some humor in any, any of this. So I stay at this airport outside of the BWI. Um, this, I'm sorry, this hotel outside the BWI airport frequently when I'm traveling because I don't like to drive at night. So if I have a trip that um, and the flight leaves early in the morning, I'll go over and stay in Baltimore the night before. So I was a little nervous. I got in there. I pulled up in the portico and I got my, my stuff out. Actually, I didn't get my stuff out. I just got out of the car, parked my car and locked it in the portico and went up to the front desk and um, new worker had a problem checking in one particular person. Experienced worker was with a, excuse me, a customer. Then she helped another customer and was trying to give new worker some instruction at the same time and he wasn't grasping it so when it looked like it was my turn she took care of the customer new employee was having an issue with and then new employee helped me so um the phone rang and they both answered it and i guess they have two lines coming in at the same time so anyway individual calls customers on both lines and the gentleman said new employee gentleman said we're completely booked 
I'm like, holy crap, you know, I made my reservation in August. I hope this is not affected in any way. And I got up there and sure enough, they had my room, which was a blessing. So got up, uh, changed, used the lavatory, came down, um, got my stuff, brought it up to the room, um, went down. Then I parked my car. I know some of you might think that's rude, but I was like, you know, I see people be rude all the time and it wasn't, there was plenty of people to come and go and park and whatever. And I just parked up front. Like some people do at food lion when they're not handicapped or have no reason just to park up front. So yesterday was my turn. Anyways, parked my car, went over to Chili's, blah, 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 la, 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 had my dinner. Didn't sleep good because it was king size bed and giants had slept in it. A giant had slept on the left side of the bed and his woman giant slept on the right hand side of the bed and they left huge indentations in the bed. So girlfriend was trying to find a spot in the middle all night long. I was trying to sleep on the hump and I brought my own pillow with me because I was like, well, this will be an advantage. At least I'll be in a strange bed with my own pillow. Mm. Uh. I slept like four hours last night. So I gotta tell you, I didn't sleep good the night before because I had a presentation Tuesday morning. So I was already, not that I get nervous about presentations or anything else. This is the thing I worry about. I'm not a morning person. I have slept through alarms before. I'm afraid of sleeping through an alarm. I have been that person running through BWI because my plane is about to board in five minutes. That happened to me like once. I have missed flights before because I've been three minutes late. I'm not a morning person. This is this, you know, everyone has their thing. We talked about this in previous podcasts, like the toilet paper roll, etc. I'm not prompt. I'm not a morning person. I, I try everything I know how to do. This is part of my DNA. It's in my chromosomes. I don't agree that you, you have to be a Marine and that Jocko guy or whatever. No, like, no. Life should be a little bit more relaxed than that. So anyway, didn't sleep great. Five o'clock in the morning, I'm looking at the clock. 5.35, I'm looking at the clock. Finally, I fell asleep and I woke myself up thinking I'm sleeping too well. I don't want to oversleep and sleep through the alarm and miss my flight. And I look and it's like 10 after six and the alarm is set for 6.30. So I just freaking get up, get my stuff together. I took my shower the night before, blah, blah, blah. got dressed, went downstairs and I, guy working at the desk, I'm like, please, can I get my receipt? And I got to tell you, will you please flip the mattress? It's like, I barely slept last night. Like the bed's got two huge ruts in it. It really needs to be flipped or reversed or replaced or something. So here I am in Lost Wages, Nevada, also known as Las Vegas, Nevada. I say it's Lost Wages, Nevada for a simple reason. After my wonderfully amusing dinner on the boulevard, brunch, dinner, munch, whatever you want to call it. It was my lunch, but it was early dinner, which by the way, was fabulous. I had the most amazing meal and it's glorious when you have good food because where I live, you can't get good food. There's one little inn close to where I live that has a chef that actually makes great food from sustainably sourced places and 
it's inventive it's regular food but you know it's just an like incredible butternut squash soup for example so it's not anything really out of, out of the ordinary it's just homemade from scratch with care by a chef very delicious but it costs a fortune to eat there so I don't go very often I did go recently but I don't go very often because you know it's, it's just expensive so this particular restaurant here in Las Vegas that I was referred to by um, a couple of people said you have to eat there and you get yourself a table outside wait for an outside table because when the fountain goes off at the Bellagio you have a great view and I was like okay I'm gonna do that so I did have to wait a little while for a table but it was just me just one and I had a perfect spot um, they really gave me a nice table and it was sunny out it was really wonderful to sit in the sun and have a nice meal so this is what I had I had seafood crepe and it was I can't, I can't even explain how delicious it was um, so it had like you know the pea, creams cream inside and peas and it was a, a really nice crepe and then it was topped with a little bit more of that sauce and it had scallops and shrimp and it was topped with fresh arugula so good and when the waitress came over she was telling me about the specials and it was some sort of sea bass with butternut squash au gratin and I was like well I want the butternut squash too do you think they could just do a small side order for me and she said I'll see what I could do so she did she got me a small side order of that and it was off the chain I don't know what kind of cheese it was or whatever it was fabulous so I had that and I had uh, several glasses of water and two cosmopolitans and uh, it was righteous so I haven't laid on the bed in this hotel room yet it's a very nice bathroom with a stand-up shower walk-in shower and a soaking tub yay finally a bathroom in a hotel that has a tub that looks like I would actually want to get into it so it's not going to be tonight because I think girlfriend here is going to bed. I'm, I know it's, it's only like 4.30. I'm going to upload this. And if I, can't, if I can't incorporate the first part of this, then this will be a two-part, a two-parter. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to bed soon because I am wiped. Um, hopefully I don't mess myself up too bad. I think I'm two hours behind. So... It would actually be 6.30 at home. But I'm already running a deficit on my sleep because, for example, last Sunday, I went to bed at 11. And I woke up the next Saturday night. Last Saturday night, I went to bed at 11. I woke up at 11 o'clock on Sunday. Like, the cat wasn't even making noise. And I was laying in bed thinking, oh, my God, did something happen to my cat? Like, did she just not wake up this morning? And then I vaguely remember, I think I heard her crying. And I think I was just so wiped out. I just slept through her crying for her breakfast and everything. So I slept like 12 hours that night. So I'm, I'm a good 10-hour night sleeper. No problem. No problem whatsoever. Been like that my entire life. I'm good on 10 hours. So when I only get four, it's not that I'm like cranky. It's just, I'm, it's just exhausting. So... You know, it's only 4.30 here. I think it's, I think I'm only two hours behind. At specific time, I don't know. I'll Google it. 
but uh, pretty tired. So I think I could go to bed at 5 or 5.30 and just sleep through 6.30 tomorrow morning because I think I have to be downstairs like 7, 7.30 or 8 or something for the start of the conference. So that's my plan. Um, but yeah, so got to see the fountain. It was beautiful. They did the... Uh, uh, was it the Star Spangled Banner? Don't remember. It was playing in the background a little bit earlier on this. And then they did um, an Andre Bocelli song, but I'm not sure if it was him singing or if it was Josh Groban, because there's a lot of talking going on in the background, just like people chitter chatter, etc. And um, hmm. so it's very interesting. And I think I, I said this earlier in the podcast here about when you have the uh, table closest to the street. And where the garbage can is, where the garbage bin is, uh, you get a lot of compliments from the street people who come to look in the garbage, which is sad. You know, the poor will always be with us. Um, but the blind guy, that was like, that took the cake. That was like, that was just like the crowning jewel on top of everything. I saw everybody. I think I saw Prince down there or the reincarnation of Prince. And I saw um, Conor McGregor, multiple iterations of Conor McGregor. Like that must be the new hipster. If you go in, it's like, dude, I need a trim. Take a little off the side. You come out, if you have a beard, looking like Conor McGregor. I must have saw two dozen... 30-ish year old, 20-ish, 30-ish, young, 40-ish year old guys, Conor McGregor in out there. Who else did I see? Oh, there's some Ariana Grande ripoffs out there, um, which, yeah, you can't pull Ariana Grande off. She, she's just the personification of, um, she's just a Disney fairy. Like, Depending on how you look at things, she probably won the genetic lottery. She, you know, I don't, I mean, she's just a perfect, her appearance and her voice, whatever. Um, in many, in many ways, she, God doesn't make any junk. So, um, it's almost hypocrisy for people to try to mimic how she looks because, um, she's just an angel. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, if you've heard stories about Vegas, it's true. Girlfriend will not be in any of these, uh, you're not going to see me after hours in anything weird. I'm going to go to, um, one of the hotel, the hotel restaurants tomorrow night. I have a reservation and I'll do the Eiffel Tower experience here, which is like 14 bucks or whatever. They take you up at night when it's all lit up and you can see all of Vegas. I'll do that. And um, I'm going to a show Friday night. And then Saturday I can just sleep in and chill out. And um, my flight's not until later on that day. But um, yeah, it, it's been quite a, an experience here in Lost Wages. Um, when I got done with my lunch-ish, dinner-ish thing, my big meal of the day, um, I came through the casino and, uh, promptly, and actually it's interesting cause it's, I've gambled in, uh, Atlantic city before, but this, um, this is different. Like 
you put your money down on the table and the dealer takes it and kept and gives you chips the table I was at was $15 minimum bet and there was a woman there that was talking so much that it was hard to concentrate and I think she messed up my Jew because my juju my bijou my boju my bougie my juju um because I played my my usual numbers you know three thirty three six nine seven five nothing lost all my money I lost all but fifteen dollars I walked away I started to walk away and the guy's like wait ma'am you gotta change them in I was like oh, okay Atlantic City you don't do that you get you go up and you buy your chips you don't give the guy as far as I remember you don't give the dealer the money or don't put it on the table. Maybe I'm mistaken. And maybe it's just been so long. I don't know. But that lady was messing up everybody's way. And after I left, the other couple that were there, they left. And I went around the corner to check out another table where people were doing like really, really good. And I was debating on whether I put my last. And there was no minimum bet on that table. That's the first one I should have went to instead of the $15 table. Because you could just put like $10 down. And if it hits, you know, you win. Um, whereas $15, if you don't hit, you know, you've spent all of $15 rather than just five or four, you know, 10 or something like that. So anyway, we'll see. And then everything, it's not like you think like with the one arm bandits, you don't put your change in and pull the lever down. You got to get, you got to have bills. You got to put money in there. Yeah. Nobody wins. The house wins always always regardless of how good a gambler you think you are you're not you're not not when you total it up and and consider at a casino anyway I, I I do believe that there are some people that have gotten lucky with the lottery I don't know that there are many people that ten take ten thousand dollars and go down to the shell gas station and buy ten thousand dollars worth of lottery tickets maybe I'm naive but I know that there are people that drop tens of thousands of dollars in these casinos and walk out with nothing, um, particularly their pride. <laughs> so yeah, lost wages, Nevada. But uh, yeah, so that's what's going on. Uh, anything else compelling or really out of this world? I feel like I need to tell you. I will let you know. Um, I'll be at the Win Las Vegas for the conference that I mean, not the conference, the um, the show I'm going to, the Cirque du Soleil. So I'm looking forward to that because I've been told there are some places you just need to walk through. Like you, you should go through the Bellagio, you should go through Caesar's Palace, and I guess some of these places were actually part of the original Las Vegas Strip. But I got to tell you, um, just looking around everything to me looks ultra modern it looks like it's been completely completely redone um, or modernized and but you know you're kind of here like in a little valley and when you look out it's the mountains or, or a mountain range I don't even know what the hell the mountain range is I gotta really I gotta get my geography I am I mean I know I'm in Vegas but I don't know what this area is I don't know but I'm going to find out. <laughs> anyway, you guys, I think I'm going to kill it here. I know I didn't do my introduction. You know, all this is California Kitchens, so in my Gemini life. But I appreciate you all listening in. I hope you found this, got a chuckle here or there or whatever out of it. And um, 
I would love to know more about your Las Vegas experiences. Um, the view from my window is not like all that. I'm in the back side of the hotel, so I got a good view of the Cosmopolitan. Um, and uh, I don't know what that building is. I'm kind of like on the back side. There's a billboard flashing. It looks like New York uh, Times Square. And then um, there's a pretty half moon. And Hilton Grand Vacations, huge hotel outside my window. Oh, and apparently uh, it's going to be like the airport because I can hear a plane going overhead. I thought I was far enough away from that, but anyway, kind of interesting. And yeah, like when we were landing, <clears throat> we came over water. I don't know if there was any water in the desert. Maybe it's fake water. Maybe they had to make a lake here for all the runoff from the hotels and stuff and the sewage and the septic and it's probably man-made. I don't know what's it called. Lake Vegas. I have no friggin' idea what it is. Oh, and like Las Vegas smells like piss. I mean, it's not like someone ran over a skunk and it's not Jupiter. I'm quite certain it's piss. Oh, 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 oh. I can't end the, I can't end the podcast because I got to tell you, I was really smart. <laughs> I got off my plane and uh, I was not smart and then I was smart because I got I totally got suckered. I um, spent all this money on a lovely genius pack um, hard-sided suitcase because I had quite a bit of traveling to do this year and I was like I'm just gonna bring a carry-on. So I had my carry-on suitcase and I go to the gate and the South, you know how Southwest airline people are, they're always joking around, very sarcastic, and, you know, you press any button you want, don't just press, just don't press the blue button, and you look, and the blue button is for, like, customer service. So they're very sarcastic. So anyway, the girl's up there, and she's like, it's going to be a full flight, and we're looking for people who are willing to check bags, it's free, it's always free to check your baggage, um, with Southwest, and we know we're not going to have enough overhead bins. If you're willing to check your bag, please come forward. And I was like, what the heck? I'll check my bag. And I'm like, duh. After I did, I was like, this is so stupid. Because it kind of like defeats the purpose of having the carry-on bag that I purchased. And I don't know when I'm going to be traveling again. This, this is my, I'm pretty sure this is my last trip this season or the, the year. I don't know. We'll see. But... <laughs> I got suckered into that, so I did them a huge favor, which meant that I had to go down to baggage claim and everything, which was fine. I would have had to go through baggage claim anyway to pick up my Uber because you have to go right past the place. So, And my bag was one of the first ones that came out, so it wasn't bad, but I got suckered into that. Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> the Uber driver had like over 2,300 uber rides so we had a really high rating so i was very happy about that um but i asked him i was like is it safe like this is it safe to walk around in las vegas i was like i'm not you know probably shouldn't tell him i'm not with anybody but i was like i'm by myself and he's like oh yeah it's perfectly safe he's like let me tell you something he's like you know you go to new york city and you see police you see police cars you might even see armed police on the corners or in front of stores and stuff He's like, I got to tell you how Las Vegas works because there's police. You just don't see them because they're dressed like plain clothes people. But you will see some security in the casinos, but Vegas is riddled with police everywhere. 
they're just not wearing police uniforms and at every single casino he said down in the bottom in the basement of the casino or whatever there's like police headquarters in every single casino in the event of like some sort of issue um that these people can respond which seems interesting to me because wasn't at Mandalay Bay or whatever the the shooting the sniper guy um from the hotel window uh, onto the concert so um and I'm remembering that I read something about the fact that that took them a while to respond but he said it's very safe at night like if you want to walk walk around he's like but once it gets past like seven or eight o'clock or eight o'clock he's like it'll be dark but after eight or, or 10 or 11 he's like I really wouldn't recommend you walk around because it's mostly drunk people out on the street and he's like you know people who have been out partying all day these bachelorettes and bachelor parties and stuff he's like I would really wouldn't recommend it he's like it's it's not pleasant um but I did see quite a few street people and um they're working it they got their little signs and their hats out and everything and, and that's always difficult um but I don't know and I don't know anywhere you can go on vacation that you don't see that anymore it's almost like you know because you feel bad if you've saved up to go on vacation I've been to Jamaica before it's like you know you save up to go into to someplace a resort for vacation or whatever and and right outside the resort as close to the resort as people possibly can be they're begging and it's really difficult because you know these people are needy and it's uh, very difficult to respond to that so um if that happens to you i always recommend your local charities and giving back to your own local community and helping in any way that you can there um where your money has the the greatest impact um, I do notice that these street people, I, like at my restaurant tonight, everyone gets a small baguette on your table and butter. I'm sure if I tried to hand somebody a baguette, they'd probably shove it right in my face because they don't want that. They want money. They want the money to go buy liquor or drugs or what they want to eat, not what you're handing them. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of you know, don't necessarily want to give someone money if you know they're going to go out and buy a hit, a crack, or whatever it is. That's the drug of uh, the flavor of the week kind of thing. All right, so now I'm really going to go. I'm getting off my soapbox. All right, you guys, take care. Um, I'll try to do another upload before I leave, or maybe when I get back to tell you how the rest of my trip went. Thank you all for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed. Ciao.